Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss because Jane Pickett our resident vet from the Island Wood um, a Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group joins me good afternoon to you Jane Hi there and how are you today? Oh I'm very well thank you and yourself? I'm very good we've been talking actually a lot about animals today because we were talking about stolen animals and how important it is to microchip with one of our listeners dog stolen and got a phone call this morning she's on her way back to Tralee because her dog has been located Mm -hmm. in uh, Tralee so microchipping is vital. It really is. And I think particularly in the last few days, we've had a real upsurgence. I know stealing of dogs is an ongoing problem um, and it tends to come in waves, but the storms actually cause a major issue. So I know there's been a lot of thunder and lightning in the last few days. Um, We do always get a spike of dogs going missing and dogs being found after that um, because obviously they get scared, they run away. And, you know, it's a real lifesaver for them when we can scan them. If they're presented to us as a vet or to the guardie, they'll always be scanned for a microchip. And it's it's a real happy moment of relief a sigh of relief when you when you scan the dog and the microchip number pops up and you know you'll be able to reunite that pet with its owner really really quickly and safely and, and there'll be no more worry and it's a real heartbreak when you scan that dog and there's no chip because your your heart just drops because you know that it's going to be uh, you know that dog's gonna to have to be really lucky to get back to its owner and it's really heartbreaking so i think it's a simple quick cheap procedure um, it can be done just in a normal consultation so contact your vet if your dog isn't chipped to get them done ASAP and the one thing I'd say is if you do move house or if you do change your phone number just remember to contact your chip database and if you're not sure who that is speak to your local vet and they'll be able to help you out to find out just to update your details because we do occasionally find that when we try and ring the number associated with with a chip to try and reunite pets that it might be an out of date number or an out of date address so just make sure that if you're moving around or changing your phones that you do update the database Yeah because um, Anne in Mallow was on to say exactly what you were saying not all dogs were stolen on two occasions recently we had two dogs ended up in, in our yard uh, they, we got them checked at the vets they were microchipped thank God it turned out they, one of them belonged to a neighbour mm-hmm. living nearby it was the thunder and lightning. The dogs got spooked and ran, ran uh, away. And all do- all vets will be able to scan a dog. Isn't that Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's not something that's charged for. We okay. just do it because we want to see everybody reunited. Okay. Your namesake Jane has a dog. Not sure the age, but not very young. Um, he but he started to present with constipation. Any ideas why it would be happening in an older dog? And is there anything she can do to help relieve the constipation? 
Yeah, there's a few things that could be going on here. It's like ourselves, sometimes a change in diet uh, or a change in hydration. So if we're not drinking as much, the poo can get quite dehydrated and hard to pass. Or if our diet has changed a lot. So if your dog was previously eating soft food, which is kind of has a bit of fluid in it, that's going to produce a softer stool than, let's say, a full hard diet would do. Sometimes that can be the problem and just the change doesn't suit the dog, but sometimes it can be other things associated with older age. So sometimes we see dogs that uh, become constipated and it can because, be because of a problem in, in the colon or the, the last bit of the gut where it's not moving things through as quickly as it used to. But sometimes it can be other really simple things. Something as simple as that they've got a little bit of arthritis in their back legs and maybe they're a little bit stiff and, and creaky and they're, if they're kind of having to squat to poo, that might be a little bit sore. So they might be avoiding it, holding that poo in there and it might become a little bit difficult to pass later I think either way well done for recognizing it um, it sounds like a problem you need to, to get checked over by your vet so consult them discuss the history with them discuss the diet and any habits or changes that you might have noticed in your older pet and I'm sure they'll get to the bottom of it Okay, Anne-Marie has a Jack Russell that every year suffers from uh, hay fever. Now, she has drops from the vet and the drops were, were helping, but the, it, it, one eye is still weeping, the other eye has cleared up. Will it, will it just clear up itself or does she need to go back and get more drops? I'd probably pop back to your vet to get more drops. If it's a, an annual issue, it's like ourselves, sometimes we can just be allergic to something out there in the ether and it's very difficult to pin down what it is, then it may just require ongoing treatment for your vet. But I think it's really important to communicate with us as vets as part of the team because uh, sometimes there could be more complex things going on, like a little scratch on the surface of the eye um, that might go unnoticed if you don't report back to your vet if the issue isn't resolving. So have a chat with them and they'll be able to guide you best. Is, is, but it's hay, the dog's been diagnosed with hay fever. Is that common? So it can be that we can diagnose dogs with uh, an allergy. So sometimes it's, it's very, very similar to, let's say, a hay fever in humans. Um, and sometimes they can manifest with an allergy with itchy skin. That would be by far the most common thing we would see. But sometimes it can be runny eyes, yeah. very much like in humans. So we're all a little bit different and our pets are all a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it can be difficult to pin down. But I think, yeah, communication with your vet is vital in this one and get, get the pet nice and comfortable and sorted. Okay, Anya in Yall has an 11-year-old Labrador with what looks like scaly skin just on one leg. The fur has fallen out. What could that be? Scaly skin. Oh, scaly skin on one foot. That's an interesting one. Okay, so I think first things first, I would just tackle the simple things. Make sure you're up to date with your flea mite lice treatment. So depending on the product, it could be due from monthly to every three months. So discuss with your vet what you normally have and the frequency at which it should be administered. Because parasite disease is really, really uh, high up the list on diseases that cause kind of itchy, scaly skin or hair loss. It's interesting that it's on one leg and not the rest of the body. And that would make me a little bit concerned that maybe it's been in contact or had a bit of a rash or an infection on that particular leg that hasn't spread to the rest of the body. Um, I think again, if it's just a, if it's that the area is irritated and there's a lot of hair loss, I think that's definitely something that warrants a visit to the vet because it is particularly unusual that it's just one leg. I think sometimes again, thinking laterally, it might actually be the skin that's the problem. Again, very similar to our constipated dog. Sometimes dogs can react and it can look like something else when it might even just be a source of pain. And if they're licking at the area, it might be an indication that they might have joint pain or something like that. But your vet will be the best person to examine, examine the limb, examine the skin and figure out what the problem is and get you a solution. Okay, and advice for Betty, she's taken in a stray cat uh, who she now believes has fleas. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, 
my heart goes out to you. <laughs> it's really tough to solve a flea infestation in a cat, but it can, it can be done. It just takes a little bit of commitment. So it's really important for your cat to have three months at least um, of continuous flea treatment. It, given that some of the eggs that can be produced by cat fleas are super, super resistant. They're almost like little bomb shelters in a way. They're so resistant to cleaning in the environment that you will need to treat and have regular treatment for over a year with a preventative measure. The important thing is to speak to your vet, confirm that it is fleas, get appropriate treatment, but also you will need to treat your environment. So if the cat is in the house, put everything that it kind of comes in contact with regularly, so it's bed or any nice blankets, put them on a hot wash and that's to try and kill off the eggs. As well as that, make sure that you kind of clean down and hoover any carpeted areas because the eggs can live there as well. And your vet will probably prescribe you an environmental spray as well. So there is a spray that we would use in a well-ventilated area to spray all of the hot spots. So anything, anything warm and cozy where your cat, cat would be near, like skirting boards, carpets. Um, obviously test the spray first to make sure it's not going to destroy everything, but they will need to be sprayed with a flea killer so that it will kill the eggs and you won't just get a problem where the, the cat might be cured of the fleas, but then a happy little flea will hatch out and just hop back onto the cat and start the problem all over again. So it's a tough one. Contact your vet, but um, perseverance will get you there and preventing is definitely much easier than curing it. And those, I mean, spot-ons have come on so much, haven't they? When oh, absolutely. Controlled. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really important to think about, I suppose, the quality of your spot on that you're using. Um, there's a variety of products on the market. And I suppose the ones I would stand by are the ones that we as vets would sell uh, or pharmacies because we would have access to the drugs that we know are really effective at killing the fleas and really safe for the pet. Um, there's lots of other ones on the market in other places that may not have gone through the same rigorous testing that the products that we would have access to um, would have done. So I think if you want to make sure that you're preventing it or even treating an infestation, it's really important to get a really high quality product. Um, so that's my, my, one, my one word of advice. <laughs> and you, uh, you wouldn't be a fan of the collars, the flea collars? Um, no, not necessarily. So there's really only one brand of flea collar on the market, and I'm not even sure it's available in this country at present, um, that has a, a product that's, let's say, tested to the rigorous standards that we would we would feel as vets or in a pharmacy that we would be able to stock. They are available in other outlets, but they don't, let's say, have the more modern ingredients that we know are really, really safe for pets or are really effective. And being effective is the main problem with those. And as um, you sometimes say, they don't when, work. When, you, when you get an infestation, it's trying to get rid of it can be the problem so it's to it's to, yeah. it's to nip it in the bud but uh, well done to Betty for yeah. taking in that stray cat and more than likely Indeed. yes it has come with fleas listen have a great yeah. week um, Jane look after yourself and we'll talk next Thursday you too thank Thanks you thanks for that bye bye Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.